Hi. I always say hello first because I press play. You're clicking the button. You're in charge. I wonder if that is noticeable ever. Probably. Next time I'm going to finger gun you. And I'm going to say, hey. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, everyone. This is the On Call Room. We're a Grey's Anatomy podcast, and we are going through episode by episode, dissecting all of your favorite characters and all of your favorite plot lines and rating them each week. We're actually doing it. Yeah. This isn't a joke. (laughs) This is really happening. We have to remind ourselves that every time before we hit record. (laughs) Yep. Um, So if this is your first time, um, welcome. And we are in season six right now. Um, a little heads up, spoiler alerts, beware. Yeah, if you don't know the end, just know that we will spoil it for you. Yeah, so maybe... we like to talk about the whole story. Yeah, so maybe finish the 17 million seasons <laughs> of Grey's Anatomy and then come back to Jeez, it. Jeez, it's not that hard. <laughs> um, also, if you really love the podcast and you want to become a little bit more involved, we have a Patreon. You can go to www.patreon.com slash the on call room. If you are bad at spelling like me, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, we have different levels. You can be an intern, a resident, or an attending. And with those levels, you get different rewards. You can get access to the Facebook group, which is private and really funny and wonderful. Uh, you can also co-host the episode. You can get bonus episodes. Dope. Uh, we have some goals that we're going to hopefully have some like even longer episodes for you if we reach our goal for that soon. Um, it's really fun. We send messages through there and... You also get can get the episode a whole day early, right? That is correct. Yeah, so it's a great place. Check it out, and you can also follow us on Instagram at the On Call Room Pod. Um, yeah, a lot of cool shit goes down there. We've been a little uh, dead dead space there for the past <laughs> month, but but uh, it was planned dead space. Yeah, so we'll be picking up there soon. Yeah, I did. Um, I did try to do a social media wrap up. Oh and, yeah, and yeah. everyone seemed to really. Which it's thanks to you, actually. You sent it to me. A video of Eric Dane, who plays Mark Sloan. He's old. He is old and white-haired. Yeah, like, not just like, oh, he's like... Silver Fox. Yeah, no, like, he looks old Old. as hell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's really sad. It was really shocking. A lot of you felt the same way. Um, I also just put... I like to look through the celebrities' Instagram accounts and just post random things. They had some cute behind-the-scenes photos we missed from the end of the season that were really nice. Um, I'm sure they're going to be quiet. The one who is popping is Kate Walsh. She just... Instagrams like eight times a day. Yeah, I'm um, like her cat. Yeah, memes. Yeah, and what is she doing? I have no days? idea. I mean, I think like side, like she's in movies sometimes, like a side role mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, yeah, she should do an appearance on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, that would be fun. That would be amazing. We should write Shonda. Um, you can also find us. Um, we have a website www.theoncallroompod.com. You can contact us from there. Um, and give us ideas of things yeah. to talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, one more thing too. That just this is like a note to our patrons. Don't forget about the phone number. Yes. If you are a five dollar or more, you can send us a voicemail of you calling time of death, and we will insert it into the end of the episode. Also, if you have a thought that you want to share about it, you can leave us a voicemail or a text. If you don't also want to like talk, yeah. that makes you nervous. And as I always say, if you're drunk and call in, we would love to hear it. Yes. If it's really bad, we promise not to play it. We'll just listen to it. Exactly. But if it's, like, not that bad... We'll play it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah. So as far as the goal updates, we announced last week that we would love to record the last, like when we hit stop at the end of the episode, Brie and I usually continue talking and we hope to publish that as a post-op episode for our patrons. So if you can head to Patreon and if you want to pledge to help us reach that goal, that'd be wonderful. Yes. Um, should I talk? Oh, I was going to say, should we talk about A Day? Yeah. Okay. So we haven't talked about them in a long time, and it's mostly just because we forgot. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, we do still have a sponsor, and I do know that some of you have purchased things, which makes me really happy. Um, so A Day is this really wonderful company. It's run by women, and they make um, clothes. That the whole idea around it is, it's like a capsule wardrobe that you only need a few select really high quality items, and you can wear them all different ways. They just came out with a really new collect cool collection called like the carry-on capsule. I think the idea is like five pieces and you don't need anything else. There's a dress that you can wear five different ways and a shirt that like backwards, forwards, it ties, it wraps. It's really cool. I'm really into them. Um, Brie has the leggings. I have some of their items. I know some of our listeners do too. And they are offering 20% off your first order if you use the code ONCALLROOMXADAY. Or no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. ONCALLROOMXADAY. Wow. That came out of my voice as actual just like habit. Yeah. And I didn't actually know what I was saying. <laughs> um, and you can find them at www.thisisaday.com. So check it out and let us know if you order anything. We would love to see you wearing it. Love it. Love it. So it's like if you want to support the pod, but you don't care about the Patreon page and you just want shit. Yeah. This like is a great want, way to do it. Yeah. Close. <laughs> it's a really good way to do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. How are you? Good. I just felt like asking because I like, feel like I got to your house, I ate pasta, and I didn't like actually engage with you. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. It's um, back from the holiday weekend, you know, so it feels weird. Like it felt weird to go back to work. I also kind of forgot like what I was doing at work <laughs> multiple times. Like, I don't know. At one point, like <laughs> I was like on the phone and I hung up. And there was a patient at like the checkout spot. Um, and I just like looked at her and I was like, I can help you over here. But Jenna was already checking her out. Like, I don't know what was the matter with me. And they both just looked at me and I was like, I thought you were on the phone. The phone was right next to her. She was not on the phone. I was just like so unaware at work today. I did things like that all day. But yeah, other than that, you know, had a great weekend. We got out into the sunshine once because it mostly rained. Yeah, it felt not warm today. Yeah, it was like, I looked and it was 48 degrees in Grand Haven today. Oh, that's winter. Yeah, I know. No it's thanks. almost June. I know. I feel like it's always this way, though. I don't know. I feel, like, I feel, like, I feel like, like last year we didn't have a spring at all. We just hopped true. right into summer. I just feel like September is the summer people forget about. Like, yeah, it's still, but people are not doing summer things anymore. Right. They're eating apples. Right. And going to orchards. <laughs> yeah. Which Why? where you eat apples. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you? I'm good. Um, I keep looking at your long hair and it looks really pretty. Yeah, you have um, something to tell the listeners. Guys, I had a life moment. I chopped my hair off. It looks great. Thanks. Today is one of those days where I don't miss long hair yet. I'm not like that. But it was like, I don't know how to do this because I showered and didn't want to do wash it. Yeah. But then it it like looked weird. And I don't want to keep styling it with heat because I don't want it to get damaged because I feel like I'm already curling it more than I did uh, my long hair. Can you get like a heat protecting serum to put on it before you curl? Yeah, I probably should get a good one that does that. And also like, 
I don't, I've never been good at doing like a blowout to my hair. Yeah. And that's what she did when it, she cut it. Like, so it had all this bounce. Yeah. But I cannot do that myself. I can't blow my hair out either. Like, I can blow dry it. Same. But it ends up being straight as a pin. Like, speaking of blow dry, dryers, yeah. the other day I was blow drying my hair and it sparked. <gasps> like, it sparked it's sparked out of Time to get a new blow dryer. And I screamed and John was like, are you okay? And I, I walked out of the bathroom and I was like, my blow dryer just sparked at me, <laughs> like came out of the front, like by my hair. And I realized that I have had this hair dryer probably since I was 16 years old. I mean, they don't stop working. But that that's a long time. Yeah. You know? Like, why would you buy a new hair dryer if it works? Right. Although the second you use a brand new one, you're going to be like, what why? have I been waiting yeah. for? Because they even make ones now where like, the, I do not know science, but something to do with the type of air it blows out. It's like less dry and it makes it more smooth. Like there's lo- all sorts of things. I should do some research. Yeah. But then today I went to blow dry my hair and plugged in my fucking blow dryer because I wasn't thinking because I used and it. And it sparked again? Oh, well, it started smelling bad. <gasps> and I was like, oh my God, I forgot that. So I need to it's like time. get it out of the bathroom yeah. so I don't accidentally use it. Yeah. It looks- I have like a travel one. Yeah. So I just use that, which is fine until I can get like a. I would love like a really nice, like the ones they use when they do your hair. Yeah. But I, know but I those- still don't feel like my hair would look good. Even yeah. if I had like a really good blow dryer. No, I can only round brush I can't round brush like, at all. If I pin the top up, I can round brush the bottom layer. But then, how do you do the top layer? Because without getting caught. In yeah, the bottom and layer. like, and then you. I need a third arm, is what I've. But I think Don't they we all. I think <laughs> they use the blow dryer to like they do as like an arm. They do. and I'm always afraid I blow the hair everywhere when I do that. Yeah, it takes a lot of practice. I think. Yeah, so I'm just not good at it, and I just felt. I had a moment today where, because I, whenever I have short hair, I don't like it straight. I just never have. And I was like, oh, this is the one part that I remember it yeah. being a pain in the ass. Is like if it's not, if it's going, if it's going awry, there's not much you can do. So if you had it just like blown out with like some bounce, you wouldn't mind it like straight. But no, because like- she like did this twisty thing on the ends, and it had like a loose curl. Oh, just with a blow dryer? Mm-hmm. Wow. I kind of want to like in because I feel like it needs to be bouncy, like. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, do I need to get curlers? You could, or do you have a curling iron? Yeah, I have a curling iron, but uh, I, well, I have I that think, rod. I think if you put curlers in it, would have you ever used curlers? <laughs> they get, it's a big curl. It's not, and then when you brush it out, it goes, <laughs> you'd have like really big hair. I know. Hair. I think I just need to get a larger curling. Well, I don't know how to use a curling iron. I only use the rod thing, which it's hard to do with short hair. Why don't you do that thing where they like, you tie it up with socks or whatever? That's like bent. I need like, it was like perfect round. Oh, put pop cans in it? Yeah, that'd be great. And I'll just sleep. Jake and will just be, be like, so, what the fuck? And like, I'll be like, you're snoring. It, be like, you used to wear your hair in this crazy top button and now you have <laughs> oh, aluminum yeah. cans. I tried a baby top button. Like I slept in the top half was in that same bun. Yeah. And like I used to wear the top bun in long hair and I'd take it out and I'd have a wave. It was perfect. Not quite the same. Did yeah. not give me the same effect. So I'm just... It's like a figuring out period. Yeah. But all in all, I feel much, I feel free. I'm very happy that I can stop thinking about cutting my hair. Yes. It's already done. Right. You have no choice. Right. And it has like healed the boredom that I had with, you know, like Mm -hmm. when you, so I really like it. I think it's going to be great. It just, I need to remember how to do it. Wouldn't it be so nice if you just had someone. A glam squad. Just did your hair and makeup all the time. Like Mandy Moore. Yeah. Right. Who you're like best friends with your hairdresser. I I tried to look like her hair never looks like this. (laughs) It looks great. 
Thanks. And then I got new glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and so far, the poll on Instagram, I, I thought I looked like Garth from Wayne's World. And so far, the poll, I'll just tell our listeners what it's at because I'm concerned. Um, it is at, oh, God. Oh, no, it's 18 it's votes for not like Garth, 17 for Garth. Oh, no. It's close. It's pretty close. I don't think you look like Garth. They're just a little bigger than I remembered. Can you return them? No. Well, then you're just going to have to learn to love them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's. Yeah. I think they look really good. So, thank you. Maybe I'll put the poll up on the on-call room and see what my... They'll, hopefully, everyone will be nice to me. Yeah, I'm sure everyone will. But anyways, that's... I mean, that was the most boring update of my life. No, I... It was a big moment, and I texted Brie a photo of my hair before I sent one to anyone else. Yeah. Um, you did? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Oh, you were the absolute first person I sent oh, it to. Oh, that makes me really happy. You were the person that had to listen to me talk about it for the past year and a half. That is true. Yeah. Did Jake listen to it, though, too? Not that much. Not He as just much kept as- saying, like, do whatever you want. You'll look great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm in full support. Yeah. But, like, I understood the pressure of, like, cutting your hair and then, like, it being gone. Yeah, it's Like, gone. what if you were like, oh, I really, really miss it? I think it made me sad to see when she cut it on the ground. It wasn't as much as I thought it was. I know. Isn't that? Because, like, my hair thins it's out thin. at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like, oh. oh. Yeah. Um, and it will just keep growing or, the, you know, it the, will grow back. The thing that is amazing is showering and then like having it just air dry. Like when you shower and it's wet, it just feels like there's no hair there. And I can like put my hand and go like this. Yeah. Through it. I could not do that when I was long. Like it gets stuck and be snarly. Like, yeah. I haven't brushed my fingers through my hair in years. Yeah. And so that felt fun. It'll be fun for like the beach, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I had short hair one summer and it was like one of my favorite summers Mm because it would like curl really easily. Right. Like you'd get out of the water and just do this like great curl thing. That's my hope. So um, this is now a hair podcast. (laughs) Actually, no, now it's not going to be anymore because it was done. That's the update. We'll just have to wait until I want to cut my hair. Yeah. Then I will gladly hold your hand through the process. Yeah. Um, Brie, you have an announcement. (laughs) I think this I is, just think I really need to clear something up. I think it's important. Um, so I just want to let everyone know that like I like Shrek the movie, and I think it's funny, and I think it was a clever movie. But I am not sexually attracted to Shrek. <laughs> I think some lines got crossed, and some people in like Shrek memes were very funny. We to still me. love Shrek memes. Yeah, I still love Shrek memes. I still love Shrek. Like, but I'm not in love with Shrek. <laughs> And I just want everyone to know that because I got a little concerned when people were posting stuff in the Facebook group. I'm like, wait, maybe people think like I actually like have a thing for Shrek. I actually spread a rumor. And you know what? That's fine. Like if you do, I'm not, no judgment. If you have oh, a thing yeah. for Shrek, more power to you. you there know? is like, a great YouTube you should watch. Yeah, you should watch it. I just don't. Yeah. And um, I just felt like, <laughs> I felt like our listeners really needed to know. But if you have a good Trek meme, send it my way. I will yes. have some giggles. Yes. For sure. Um, also, I thought it was great watching Shrek and Cabo. Oh, I yeah. I still haven't seen the last Shrek movie. Maybe we should do that sometime. Have you seen the other ones? Actually, I haven't seen anyone but the first one. Uh, what? No, the second one, maybe, because that's the guy that looks like Jamie Lannister. Yeah, and they go to, like, Hollywood, but it's not really Hollywood. That yeah. one's fun. That was <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun. Is that one but with the giant one is, gingerbread man? Yeah. The third one, I think, is when they have a baby. Oh. But I don't really remember that one. I've also not seen Puss in Boots. I, uh, Puss in Boots. <laughs> I have not seen Puss in Boots either. Puss in Boots shows, or, right, Puss? Puss in Boots. Puss and Bajus shows up in the second movie. Yes. 
So I have seen the second one. Yeah. Did I go to those in the theater? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I did go to the second one in the okay. theater. Was that I, like... Pop- I saw it with Reva. It was popular, right? It was super popular because Shrek okay. is funny. Yeah. It's a great movie. I'm just not sexually attracted to Shrek. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I feel like I want to be like Diane Sawyer and be like, so tell me why you're... <laughs> why do you have anger about this right now? <laughs> because people are accusing me of being in love with an ogre. Which, it's fine if you are. Yeah, once again, no judgment. If you want to love a green ogre, by all means, who lives in a swamp. I think I'd rather be a donkey than Shrek. Donkey! (laughs) He's way more fun. Yeah, he just checked it. You are with donkey. I'm more like donkey than... You're with a donkey. So I'm Shrek. No. (laughs) Get out of my swamp! You're Shrek and I'm donkey. Uh, No, you're Princess Fiona. Thank you. Or am I Lord Farquaad? <laughs> yes, I have his haircut. <laughs> I am Lord Farquaad. Oh, and no. Garth. Oh, no. And berries and cream. Who's berries and cream? I mean, you don't know it either? Do you remember the old Starburst commercial? Berries and cream. Berries and cream. <laughs> oh, you brought I this up lad to me. I'm a lad berries and cream. You brought this up to me the other day, and yeah. I do not know what you're so talking about. So many people do know it, though. Guarantee it. If you're out there... <laughs> Please let me know that there are others of I'm you. sure people do, but... I like, made Jake watch the whole commercial. He liked it. He does a dance. I... I don't remember... And then you gesture to yourself at the end. I'm Little Lad that loves berries and cream. <laughs> well, we'll have to watch it after this. Yeah, it's great. We'll put a link in the bio to berries and cream. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Do we have anything else? Well, I think it's... So yesterday, Bree and I hung out... Um, with Jake and John in my garage because it was raining and we were going <laughs> to grill. hilarious. It was great. Yeah, but we literally spent, what, four hours? Yeah, sitting in... Che- I don't think I got up except to pee. Yeah, or refill our drinks. Yeah. Sitting in a garage. Yeah, which I would like listeners to know that I was drinking Malibu and water again. Fuck yeah, you were. Now I woke up... I mean, I wasn't hungover at all, but I woke up being like, I don't want any Malibu today. Yeah, like, like not, not today. A little too... I, did, I overdid it a little yeah. bit. Um, but yeah, we had a garage party it sounds like that country song. We had a house party. I don't know that song. It's fine. You're not missing out. Um, I don't know berries and cream. I don't know <laughs> country house party. I do know about sitting in a garage. Yeah, so I don't know how it's... Oh, we were talking about Bree's newest song she's going to debut in karaoke someday soon. Right. And that got to somehow you having a band. Well, yeah. But before that, like John was telling a story about mm. like an EMT that... And he said he had old hands, or he was old hands. Had been because he had been working there for a long time. Which, like, is such like an old man phrase to use. <laughs> like, yeah, it's an old hands phrase. Exactly. <laughs> so this joke just went on and on about old hands, and then we started because Jake said, "I am an I have old hands with the ladies" or something, <laughs> which was like it means having experience, right? Which was gross. Yeah, and then. So then we started talking about karaoke, and then Jake was like, we should start a band. Oh, because he was drumming while you were singing. Yeah. And we were like, yes, this is great. And then I don't know who, was it Jake who, or was or it you? John? I don't know. But we, we like, decided the name of the band would be BJ and the Old Hands. <laughs> Which is the perfect band it's name. It's such a good band name, especially like a local band. Yeah. And so we decided that Jake is going to be the drummer. I'm going to be the lead singer with tambourine. John's going to play the guitar. And Abby's like, what am I going to do, guys? What am I going to do? And we were like, I don't know, mate. Like, you can Nothing play the keys. Like, and then we were like, Abby, I'm sorry, but you have to be the band manager. Yeah, so I'm going to be, I said that I'd be wearing like, 
I'd, first of all, I'd take up smoking. Yeah. <laughs> I would wear big, giant sunglasses because uh-huh. I'm always hungover and I don't want people to know. Yeah. And I'd be in the back, like in the sound booth with an iPad, like, or with the guy that has the iPad <laughs> yep. doing the levels. And I would just, and I have like multiple cell phones that I'm constantly on the phone with, like trying to get gigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be my role. And then, um, yeah, John said he was going to wear all black um, with a black beret. And I'm going to be wearing cheetah print the whole time it's gonna be great yeah it's gonna be a good band and jake's outfit was less cool yeah it was like it was barefoot and it suspenders. was flip-flops a suspenders and a white t-shirt yeah but they're all supposed to be in black so i didn't really understand why Same. he got to be wearing a white t-shirt Same. i didn't either but you know what i let him have it i know i thought that was nice because when we actually like start he, this he band, won't fucking wear a white t-shirt no the band manager and the lead singer yeah. will have something to say about <laughs> and it and we talked about how like i would book myself a really nice hotel room but like put them all in the same one right it would be yeah. We, what the joke was that at the end we find out that Abby's been stealing all our oh, money. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm p- pirating, <laughs> pilfering all of the money from you guys. Yeah. Um, also, just so everyone knows, like Jake and John don't really play instruments. So <laughs> this is not. Jake plays the drums like a middle schooler who plays the drums. Yeah. John does not play the guitar, but he can um, definitely act like he plays the guitar. Yeah. And that's really all you need. Yeah. I'll actually be shredding backstage, <laughs> like in. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, not Parent Trap. Uh, Freaky Friday. Yes. Oh, that scene is so unbelievable. Like, as in, not like it's unbelievable, <laughs> but like it is not believable. Oh, yeah. Because when Lindsay Lohan's on stage and she's just rocking yeah. back and forth. It's so weird. Um, Jamie, but that Lee- is one of my favorite scenes. Oh, and yeah. I love her hair. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember her hair with that big yeah. blonde highlight? Oh, yeah. I remember that. I wanted to be her. Same. But now think of where Lindsay Lohan is now. Yeah, her Instagram has been off the chain. Oh, dude. I had a dream last night that I was best friends with Heather McMahon. God, what a fucking good dream. Yeah. Maybe she'd be on our podcast. That would be really She's, nice. like, trying to get yeah, like a podcast on anything. Going. Isn't she starting a podcast? Yeah, it's called Absolutely Not. <laughs> Well, maybe we can be on it. That'd be so fun. I think she'd like us. Mm-hmm. We could drink spritz. Yeah. All right, I'm going to email her. Yeah, let her know. She, um, she probably has never watched Grey's Anatomy. Probably not. She probably doesn't. Sorry care. to all you paying patrons. We're just going to have a <laughs> B-list celebrity on the podcast ahead of you. Um. Yeah. Do we have any other news? I don't think so. I think maybe we just remind everyone that they should, um, when they're done listening, go to iTunes. And if they haven't already left us a review. Do it. Yeah, we had a really, really good one. Do you want to read it? Because you found it and sent it to me. Yeah, sure. Um, So I'm just going to read part of it. Because it's a pretty long review. It's It's from from Cindy Luhu. 11. (laughs) Um, So it says, at first I thought, oh my gosh, do I really want to listen to half an hour of them talking gibberish about their lives? before they actually start talking about grace. That is a valid question. (laughs) Like, this is going to be so boring. Turns out, I do. I want to hear about their lives because they're freaking funny and amazing storytellers. Thank you for entertaining me so much while I'm at the gym. I've literally been listening to the two of you for the past three weeks, and like no other podcast, it's great. Never stop, but at the rate the show is going, you might never be able to. So thanks, Grey's Anatomy. To everyone out there, if you like Grey's, just listen to this podcast. You won't regret it. Okay, I'm done now. And I thought that was really great. It is. It really made me happy that she went in doubting it, but then yeah. got... Became... But then she, yeah, really ended up enjoying it. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, if you can just push past like our really annoying stories, you'll 20... find you'll find humor in them at some point. Uh, yeah, right. You just have to get to know it. Yeah. So, um, all right. So that was the, a little PSA. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's perfect. Uh, okay, and also 
Actually, no. That's all I have to say. I don't know why I said also. Also. Should we take a break and also. then come back to the kind of boring episodes? Yeah, not much to Maybe say. we'll find some nugget of humor throughout it. Let's hope. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay, we are talking about this week, season six, episodes three and four. I always feel like somebody's watching me. And I always feel like somebody's watching me. Ooh, I didn't know that that's what that song was. And Tainted Obligation. I don't know that one. I was just going to be like, and go. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll read the monologues. So, uh, let me start. Let, let me get into character. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Paranoia. Stop. Sorry. Okay. Oh, take a drink, listeners, okay. if you're playing the... Oh, fuck. I have... I'm going to take It's usually me that can't make it through. <laughs> Do you want me to read the first one? I got it. Okay. Paranoia gives you an edge in the ER. Surgeons play out worst-case scenarios in their heads. You're ready to close... You got the bleeder. You know, I can't read. You know it, but there. Uh, popcorn. You know it, but there's. Oh, fuck. You know it, but there's that voice in your head asking, what if you didn't? What if the patient dies and you could have prevented it? So you check your work one more time before you close. Paranoia is a surgeon's best friend. We're all susceptible to it. The dread and anxiety of not knowing what's coming. It's pointless in the end because all the worrying and the making of plans for things that could or could not happen, it only makes things worse. So walk your dog or take a nap. Just whatever you do, stop worrying because the only cure for paranoia is to be here just as you are. Meredith Gray. Nice. <clears throat> that was not nice, but thank you. <laughs> uh, tainted Obligation. This one is also done by Meredith. We begin life with a few obligations. We pledge allegiance to the flag. We swear to return our library books. But as we get older, we take vows. We make promises. We get burdened by commitments to do no harm, to tell the truth and nothing but, to love and cherish till death do us part. So we just keep running up the tap until we owe everything to everybody and suddenly think, what the? The thing about being a surgeon, everybody wants a piece of you. We take one little oath and suddenly we're drowning in obligations to our patients, to our colleagues, to medicine itself. So we do what any sane person would do. We run like hell from our promises, hoping they'll be forgotten. But sooner or later, they always catch up. And sometimes you find the obligation you dread the most isn't worth running from at all. Do you think there's surgeons out there that when, because I feel like a lot of these monologues speak to surgeons. Uh huh. Do you think that they're ever like, that's not true? I, I don't a- think surgeons watch this show. Hmm. I think that's a good point because I feel like, you know, like a lot of lawyers won't watch like true crime, like SV right, stuff right. like that because it's just not how it is. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So shotgun workup. Uh, we have patient one, Jody Crawley. She hit a parked car and, and she has an abdo- abdominal aortic aneurysm. Um, her son, Tom Crawley, he is paranoid schizophrenia with a wrist injury and a Splenic. Splenic. <clears throat> Bleed. Then Thatcher Gray shows up, and he has end-stage liver failure. Irving Whaler, Waller. Um, growth and, oh yeah, erectile dysfunction. Loved him. Yeah. Randy Helsby, abdominal sarcoma. 
Alex <laughs> Kreb has a tick, and Meredith Gray, liver transplant. Yep. And then we kind of broke down the main things that happen in these two episodes to kind of guide our conversation mm-hmm. today. And those are, so this is rounds, my favorite. Uh, number one is the merger. Basically, like, there are some people that got fired, someone got promoted, everyone reacts differently, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, pure chaos. We have Izzy, again, is, like, she's now actually working with her wig. Uh, Alex <laughs> is her t- trying to take care of her, and there's a lot in this episode about their living situation, uh, Christina is not getting what she needs out of Seattle Grace and her dealing with there not being like a cardiac surgeon for her to work under. And then she finally approaches Chief. Thatcher is back and needs a liver. Kelly on um, becoming an attending. Right? Oops, yeah. And um, and then she and Arizona take their relationship like they're official official, which I guess I thought they were already. But now it's spelled out. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, there's a lot of scenes that we had with Derek and Chief. It's just unrelenting. <clears throat> yeah. It won't stop. So where do we want to start? Well, first notes. Yeah, first notes. I said, LOL, Christina does not love kids. <laughs> yeah. says she loves kids. <laughs> I actually wrote that. I guess I never thought about it that way, that like, Arizona, like, peds, like, she does neuro, and doesn't she, like... She does a lot of things. Yeah, like, on tiny humans. Right, and, like, Christina made that point that, like, Mm -hmm. it's a tiny canvas, but you do all the things. Right. And that was, like, made me kind of just realize, like, whoa. Yeah, because you never, not often, I guess, do you see Derek working on, like, a small baby. It, It does happen, though. It does happen. I wonder, but I think... I feel like within peds, people have specialties. I agree. Mm -hmm. Because I have, like, a friend who's in... um, I just feel like it isn't just, like, in peds, you do all the things. But maybe for this purpose of the show. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure... If you know out there, listeners, if, like, in peds... Right. If you have a specialty. Like, if you're a peds... Like, I can imagine having, like, a peds neurosurgeon. Right. I agree, too. So, it was just interesting that that was Christina's approach. But, yeah, yeah, she does not like children. What's she doing? No. Um, So, what do do we want to talk about first? Um, Should we talk about Christina? Sure. Okay. Um, Because she's in a lot of this, like, sucking up and flirting and... (laughs) Yeah. Um, Her... I just want to... Her... Rounds on peds is not great. <laughs> no. And then that bear voice that she gives when, like, Arizona makes her, like, speak her For, stuffed animal yeah, speak yeah. or whatever. Christina talks. Like, this is, like, absolutely terrifying. You right. do not know how to interact with small children. I also, I actually thought, though, like, at first when the scene, when she's going into that room with Arizona and Arizona acts like she doesn't know where the patient is, mm-hmm. she's like, maybe you should check the bathroom. My first instinct was like, oh my God, I would be annoyed too. Like, you know, whatever. But then I was like, holy shit, Arizona's really good at her job. Yeah. Because like that that doesn't exhaust her to continue to do that and like pay that special care. Right. Um, There was something else. in. It's funny to think that like that's Karev's path because you don't see him as that type of character, but now we do see him in Peds. Spoiler alert. Right. And he's really good at that shit too. Yeah. I also wrote that I would not be good at Peds. I would be terrible. I don't have patience. No. I don't even think it's a patience thing for me. I just like, I'm just, I talk to children like they're adults. Yeah. And I think that's fine. I think you can do that. But like sometimes in like, I feel like, trauma situations you, yeah, you need to like coddle them and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know how to do that yeah yeah no for sure also I think it's really important when thinking about this whole storyline with Christina is that 
which it made me feel better at the end. But it's weird that sometimes she's so confident, like, mm-hmm. like she's, I'm the best and whatever. But then in this episode, it starts with her like being, I guess she's afraid that she won't make it because she doesn't have someone to vouch for her. Not so much because she's not good. Right. Like, I think she knows that she's one of the best, but she just is afraid that since she has no one of seniority vouching for her, then she does it. Is that the issue? Would you I say? think that is because like, you know, um, each person is kind of already trying to figure out what their specialty is and they have an attending that they, they work alongside. Right. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's her, her big fear, but I thought it was interesting when she ends up just telling chief, to just let her go. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I can, I understand. Like she knows she wants to be a heart surgeon mm-hmm. and there's like, she's working on all this other shit she doesn't care about. Right. And there's no one there to teach her. And so if he's not going to bring someone in to teach her, she's like, it's better that you just let me go and I'll go be great somewhere else. I feel like, do you think she, I feel like she had that realization as she was like, like having the conversation with chief, like, yeah. And you know, cause I feel like she was just going in there to like, to like, be like, Hey, I'm he-, like, don't, yeah. don't fire me. But then like had this thought of like, actually fuck it. Like if yeah. you're not going to do anything, which who do is it? Teddy is the next. Teddy is the next one. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Teddy. Cause they have a good relationship. Don't they? After a while. Yeah. Okay. Not at first. Not at first. Oh, cause Owen. Duh. Cause Owen. And she also just thinks she's not a very, she doesn't think she's a cardio God. Okay. Yeah. But then she ends up being really great. But yeah. then it's a fucking love triangle. Like they're still doing. Yeah. Poor Teddy. Show. She can never just stand on her own. Yeah. Um, also to speak to Christina being bad at peds she, when she's eating the pudding and she's like the kid wanted the last or wanted chocolate pudding this is the last one and she's just eating it also when um she says where is it oh fuck i lost it oh his name is mr bear he eats children <laughs> yeah about her pin yeah. <laughs> which is isn't it cuz meredith is like who's that yeah his, his name, name is, is mr bear <laughs> he eats children i also love that it's callie that is like Arizona, you idiot. She doesn't. Yeah. She's not. It's like she. I'm a roommate. And then when she has that realization where she's like, "Oh yeah, girlfriend Trump's roommate." Like yeah, I, yeah, like you that. know. <laughs> I just loved that moment. Um, I always still forget they're still roommates. Uh huh. I do too. Um. So yeah, there's not much going on with her and Owen in these two episodes. It's just mostly Except her. That, why won't he vouch for her? Like he's all like a hard ass of like I don't want to play favorites. I don't know. But then he's. Karev is being his, like, he's, you know, or there's, like, people is that, he, or is, yeah, like, I'm just annoyed with that. Like, I think because they're dating, yeah. and so he doesn't want to get caught in, Classic like. Classic Grey storyline. Yeah, like, fucking a. vouching for someone that he's dating or whatever. Right, right. That makes sense. Um, what did you feel, okay, so, like, I have two sides of this. Okay. Show-wise, I think it was, like, humorous that they, like, you know, trick Christina into doing the like penile uh, implant. Mm-hmm. But also, then that's like, so that's like, haha, it's a show and it's funny. But then I had this like weird like thought where I was like, fucking dudes. Like, it was very like sexist and weird. Oh, totally. And like, I just three love- men doing it and then like getting her in on it. Yeah, I also love that she like didn't let it face her and yeah. she was just like, well, you could tell at first, like, this guy was about to shave me and yeah. she's like, Ugh cool yeah great yeah or fantastic well she had a really funny response Mm -hmm. but um then in 
the surgery. Yeah, when they, they like bullied her, like, oh, you should make yeah, and then one she to was, see if it works. Oh, and I don't remember the exact line she said, but like, this isn't a joke to me or something, or yeah. like, I take my job serious. And so she did it. Yeah. Like, squeezed the testicles or whatever yeah. to make sure that it worked. And I don't know. It's It's frustrating because I do think. I think also the point they're trying to make is, like, Christina takes things very, very seriously. Even things that are, like, could be funny. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. yeah. And so she, like, I think sometimes they're like, oh, there's, you know, we need to lighten up Christina or whatever. But I do agree with what you're saying. Like, I don't, remember how we've talked about on this show, like, sometimes things don't land a couple years later. Yes, that's how I feel about this whole segment. Yeah, I don't feel like it's as funny maybe as it was when we first watched it. Agreed. Which I feel like proud of the world and me for like noticing that when like I probably wouldn't have before and maybe I'm being like too dissecting it, you know? Yeah. But um but yeah, I just thought it was like maybe if it had been like a female doctor and Mark Sloan do and then they had her do it, but the fact that it was like the three guys, the even three her attending. boyfriend. Yeah. Also like, being like, oh, she's going to be mad at me for that. Like, yeah. it's just stupid. Also, though, I did love that it kind of turned around that when she did it, she was actually like, wow, amazing. Like, yeah. that's fucking cool science. Right, um, right. Which, can we really quick talk about that patient? The because penis. I have some notes. I wrote penile implant. Huh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that's the only note I wrote. I loved him. Yeah. I hated his children. His I, children were, his, were uh, terrible. When he goes, I'm not demented, I'm just old. Uh-huh. And I was like, getting old seems terrible. People treat you like a baby. People treat you like a baby. I've heard that people just don't pay attention to you anymore. They don't look at you like right. you don't exist. Right. Um, you're not valuable to society anymore. Right, which is and fucking terrible because we all get old. We all get if old. If we're lucky. And then, like, yeah, so what? He's 80 years old. He still wants to bone. It was, it was amazing. Good for him. I was so, that. I think it's like, episodes like this why we love Mark Sloan yeah because like he was I loved how he was like I understand like yeah and like um and then he said I love that the guy said can you give an old man a work in Johnson <laughs> loved that line so much um also when they're like you want to give Janie or whatever Ma- like Maury or whatever yeah no her th- their daughter like oh. you want to pay for her college oh, or whatever the granddaughter yeah yeah and he was like no i worked every day of my life we saved up all this money mm. and then my wife died and we didn't get to spend it so i'm spending it on me and like i i feel like maybe he would be more willing to give his granddaughter money for college if his fucking son wasn't such a dick about oh shit. yeah I, that, that part when he was like, we, me and your mom saved money for a rainy day. Like this is that rainy day. I felt, I got a little GGBs and I was like, this makes me think of up. And then I was like, wow, I'm fragile and sad today. Like, why am I so, but I just, yeah. Like, and when he was like, your mom would have wanted this for me. And like, your mom wouldn't have wanted you to bone someone. I was like, shut up. And then when they were like, we've thought about it and we're taking you out of assisted we're living. We're moving or- you in with us? Yeah, and like to share a room with your granddaughter. That's the part where I was like, oh my God, this is awful. This man needs to be safe. Yeah, and then Mark <laughs> just being like, come on. Like, yeah. give him a break. It was so cute when she came in then and they kissed. and. Like, it was who, fucking beautiful. Who fucking cares, man? He and also, how convenient. Just squeeze your balls and then, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> My thought, I had questions. How long mm-hmm. does it stay for? Do you have to, like, redo it? 
Is it just pumping it with air? I don't know. I was wondering, like, is it pleasurable? Right. That's what Does I was it, wondering, like, too. Her? Or is it just for her, which is actually even more sweet. Yeah, like, that's really sweet. But also, Wallace, like, you, was that his name? Wallace? I don't know what his name you is. You can do things without that. Wall- if, Irving. It was Irving. Wallace. Irving Wallace. Waller. Oh. <laughs> close. It's all close, you know? Fucking Wallace. Um, yeah, I just had thoughts about him because I wish. But, yeah, I, I wonder how that works. Because you, I would assume, do you have ejaculation? I don't think so. It must just be so that you can, like, have, do the act of sex. Are you going to look it up? Yeah. Penile um, implant. You're going to get some images. Nope. Oh. Our devices placed inside the penis to allow men with erectile dysfunction to get an erection. Penile implants are typically recommended after other treatments of ED fail. Okay, but that's not that helpful. You should actually Google, can you ejaculate with a penile implant? Get real specific. Can you ejaculate without knowing? (laughs) (laughs) Are you looking at all the things that come up? With a kidney stone? (laughs) Would it shoot it right out? (laughs) That is odd. Um, A penile... It does not change sensation on the mm. skin of the penis or a man's ability to reach orgasm. Mm. Ejaculation is not affected. Interesting. Um, once it's put in, however, it may destroy the natural ere- erection reflex. Men usually can't get an erection without inflating the implant. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. There you go, guys. So I just if love you that that guy seeking, knew about it. Yeah, if you are seeking a penile implant, now you have all the information you need just, from your doctors, Abby and Bree. <laughs> just ask Irving. Mm-hmm. Um, anything on Christina? Um, oh, well, go ahead. I was just going to, well, it would, I was just going to talk about at the end of the first episode when they're all playing baseball. Oh uh, yeah. I thought she was hilarious. Love her. And then when she hit the ball and she got so excited. Yeah, like and forgot like about everything. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That- I actually great. wrote, can we please go play baseball? We talked about that. We didn't did, we? but I recommended kickball because yes. I feel like baseball or softball would just too be hard. too hard. But that would be so much fun. Yeah. I told everybody we were talking that we don't want to play against anyone we don't know. Yeah, just like our core group of yes, friends. So who like cannot make fun of me. Exactly. Um also, is this the season when Meredith is pregnant? Because they have not showed her from the waist down this whole episode. Oh, like in real life? Yeah, in real life. Was she ever pregnant in real life? Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure. I thought she adopted. I could have. She has done that also. Oh. What season was? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was, and that's why the season six. Yep. Oh, and And that's why she gets a liver thing. Yeah, yeah, and why she's like bed rest for. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and this whole episode, they never show her from the boobs down. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. Should we, so we're done with Christina. Um, Should we go into like, I feel like we should go into like Thatcher or something because I feel like the rest of them have to do with the merger. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about Thatcher. Um, So I just want to say that when he threw up, that was so disgusting. Yeah, was it on Mare's shoes? Yeah, it was blood puke and it was really, really gross. It was, it was terrible. Also, yeah, I wrote, holy shit. And I said, oh no. Thatcher's liver is failing and he can't go on the transplant list because he's only been sober for 90 days. Yeah, I didn't know about that rule, which it makes sense because they're not going to give one to someone that maybe like might not take care of it. Yeah. But it's also, that's, it's really devastating. Yeah. And yeah, Lexi offers um, 
It was a weird, uh, like, like there's the scene where Meredith is like clearly hiding from Lexi and her sad eyes and whatever thing she says. And I just keep thinking like, what a hard spot to be in. Oh yeah. Because like, well, I did write something. Um, oh, this is a little bit later on, but when Meredith does decide to like offer her liver, um, well, because we find out that Lexi can't. Like Lexi mm-hmm. is immediately Which like, is just so sad. Can you even imagine if you like all you wanted to do was do that? Yeah, and, and you just can't? she immediately is like, I will give my liver mm-hmm. and then she can't, and then she finds out that Meredith can like looks at her. Right. Like, her seems charts. Very illegal. <laughs> what she did with George, remember? She looked at charts. Oh yeah, very, very illegal. Yeah. But so then Meredith decides that like she's gonna offer her liver to Thatcher and he tells her he can't accept it. And I just thought it was kind of shitty on Thatcher's part too, because he's like, I couldn't, I like hurt you. Like I could never do that to you. But I was like, but he would let Lexi do it. And I was like, and Lexi dealt with his alcoholism. Like she took care of him after his mom died. Yeah. And I just think it's really shitty that he wouldn't let Meredith do it, but he would let Lexi do it. I don't think he, I I, I mean, I, I agree with you. That is like a weird double standard. I feel like the thing with the alcoholism with his mom or when his wife died, wasn't that long. Like, I think it was a short period of time, which not that that makes already have cirrhosis. Well, no, I think it's from the years before with Al. I think he was an alcoholic with Ellen, with Alice or Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but yeah, I think he, because like, I'm pretty sure that's like when Alice and him were together and left. Cause yeah, you don't just become an alcoholic from like two years of drinking. So, so then the point would be then Lexi would have dealt with his alcoholism through his whole life. No, I think once he got with Susan, he sobered up. He was sober. Correct. Um, I think it's when Meredith was a kid. Because she's like, you're the guy that poured my cereal. Like, there's no, like, I'm pretty sure he was that way when when Meredith was young. We'll look it up and do a break in a second so we're not Googling. But that would be my guess. I guess that makes sense. It has to be. You can't be, I don't think your liver can, unless it's like something else. But the fact that it's drinking related Right. It has to be like years and years and years. Years. Well, yeah, that's what I didn't understand. Because I think Susan's only been dead like two years. So and he's he so- wasn't an alcoholic when he married Susan. Or I mean, he was still an alcoholic, but he, he was, was sober. sober. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because even- It's still very complicated. Because even Meredith is like, like, like he's, like when he gets drunk again, she's like, yeah, like this has happened before. Oh. That's my guess. I'll look hmm. it up. We'll confirm. Um, I thought it was really interesting that Alex and Christina like were like, he gave you the gift of life. Like yeah. they were very, especially Alex, who comes from a shitty dad. Well, yeah, when he was like, Tr- try again with Thatcher. Like it was actually really sweet that Alex I think was so saying too. that, but it it felt a little out of character. Maybe. I think maybe his reasoning was he didn't want Meredith to regret that she didn't. Sure. If yeah. he died. Like I truly think they were looking out for her, not really him. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I thought that um, Lexi's, when she goes in and, like, talks to Meredith, was really sad and emotional and moving. And Mm -hmm. I I kept putting myself in the shoes of, like, okay, I'm Lexi. My dad is going to die. Like, I know he's not perfect, but I, like, I had a good child. You know, like, how, if someone had the power to save him, how desperate you would feel to, like. Yeah. And I feel like she just conveyed that so much. I love that she said, 
Um, I know he's not your dad, but somehow you have his blood and I don't give me my dad. I just thought that was really fucking sad. Um, I also thought that we have seen a lot of growth in Meredith through this storyline, especially that she's like, goes in and she's like, I don't know you. I don't know what it's like to have a dad, but I know what it's like to have a sister. Yeah, she called her her sister. Yeah, and then saying like, and if we get through this, then the door is open for me to know you and get to know you. When, like, she, this even through the episode, was like, I don't care about him. I don't care. If he were to die, it wouldn't change my life. Blah, blah, blah. It would change her life. Her life. But at the end of the episode was like, this could, I would be willing and open to, like, maybe figuring out something. Yeah. Like, like at, healing and a relationship or whatever. I really thought it was just going to be the part about, like, she did it for Lexi. I did not know there was going to be that little portion of, like, maybe we can get to know each other. Yeah. Which clearly that's like also thanks to Lexi, who is like advocating for him. Right. Um, it's also sad to know that they didn't really have a relationship after this. Like, I know. Until this last season. Yeah. Um, okay, I looked it up and I think you're actually right. This is frustrating to me. After Susan's death, Th- Thatcher started drinking heavily. Not frustrating that you're right and I'm wrong. It's frustrating <laughs> that this is what the story is. Once he, when he was trying to go to the store, Alex offered blah, blah, blah. As a result, he was admitted for drunkenness and having his arm put through a window. Yeah. That was um, after alienating everyone. He went into rehab and soon he visited 29 days sober. Uh, this was an apology. Lexi forgave him and then he had dinner with them. And then the liver transplant thing happens. But yeah, so so I don't. I do not think he was an alcoholic when Meredith was. So he a child. just drank real heavy, real then, heavy, or maybe I. I think that things. can happen to your liver with, that maybe just escalated it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So. Interesting. So he just wasn't around with Meredith. It's not right. that he was drinking. Okay. Right. He just wasn't around because Ellis kicked him out. Right. Sorry to all the ghosts in the podcast world who are probably screaming at me while I wrote a fake storyline. <laughs> I mean, it I made, like my storyline and my it's headcanon for me. Yeah, that, <laughs> that made a lot of sense. I get it. Because um, now I'm just like, wait, Mary, couldn't you have gone when you were like six? I, don't, I guess no. I, yeah, I don't. It's, it's dark and twisty. Yeah. Um, that liver looked so gross, though. Like the I liver, must have blinked in that part. Yeah, it was like the, when they were like pulling the liver out for the transplant. It just Ugh. looked so like. Bleh. Like his nasty one? No, her oh. like healthy one. It just looked <laughs> like that. Um, I thought it was cute that Derek held her head in surgery. I thought it was cute too, but of course they get to do well, that. Yeah, you fuck, know, like, I know. Rules don't apply to like Meredith and Derek. Um, I also thought it was really sad when Lexi asked Bailey to like put oh. him on the list or whatever, and she was like, "No, I will not do that." I have fifteen other patients who didn't drink a day in their life, and like, yeah. and it was Usually like she's uh, a little nicer about that yeah, stuff. But that but, was, I mean, but Bailey's going through some shit. Yeah, no, I think something has to happen in her storyline. Like this season, yeah, yeah, and I can't remember what. Also, I thought it was sad when, bef- when before when she, she puts Meredith down. Yeah, and she's like, you better not pull anything on me, Gray. I've had four out of the five of you on my operating table, which Krev so far is the only one, right? I know. Yeah. Yeah, which that was really sad. Um, But, well, yeah, because Christina was on the table. With her... With her... Um, the ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. Um, um, and then... There was just a random note I have of like Meredith is like walking back and forth outside Thatcher's room and Derek and Christina are standing so close staring at her. I know, she yeah. just completely doesn't notice. I, I, which just shows kind of like how in her head she is. Right. I, think. I did love, I mean, I thought agree that they're like, how did she not see them? 
Also, though, I thought it was really great that neither of them stepped in to give their opinions. Yeah. Like, I thought it was great when Christina was going to and Derek stopped her. Yes, I totally because agree. Because that is a decision that she has to make on her own. Yeah, she's giving part of her body to yeah. someone. I thought, I actually, like, again, Derek can go from, especially in these fucking, this season, yeah. like, from a psychopath to a loving man. And that was a moment where I was like, oh, Derek. Yeah. But then, like, the- minutes later, he's bombarding Chief. <laughs> yeah, which we will get to. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, but she did it. She gave the liver, and then everyone ended up okay. Yeah. Also, just a note on Lexi, because this, I mean, the first episode, she's just so nervous and freaking out. And the second one, she's still nervous, but stuff with her dad is happening. And I loved the part when, it's when Christina's eating the pudding, and Lexi thinks she's going to be fired, and she turns to her, I guess this is merger-related, but it also feels just because she was just going through shit. And she was like, I really admire you, and I think you're really pretty. And she's like, just in case I don't get to tell you that. And I just thought that that was was great. And also that, like, the, um, I guess I'll talk about this when we get to the merger. Never mind. Well, I'm ready to go there, if you're ready to go there. Yeah, should we go there? Yeah. Is that what, like, everything I have left is about? I mean, the merger and, like, Izzy working. wig. Well, yeah, and she's working again, which, like, ties in with the merger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, this is, like, what the most of Is this what this whole season is about? Or Uh, until they get here? I think until they get here. What did they say? Three more weeks, days? It was something. Uh, I don't, I didn't catch that. I heard them say a timeline, and now I'm curious when, what episode they're going to all join us, you know? Join us. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Um, but everyone's just like in a state of panic. I mean, in the first part of the episode, I wrote, oh, geez, Lexi, that was perfectly good blood. <laughs> she runs and she's like just moving too fast. And like everyone is just like in a state of panic because they're afraid that they're going to be cut from the program. Right, right. Um, because as we remember from last week's episode, Chief told them that yes, people are going to be cut. On so, the stairwell. Yeah. Um, I loved when Mark was talking to Lexi after she like fell in the blood and stuff. And he said, you deserve to be here. Act like it, which I thought was great. He's a great boyfriend at times. Yeah. Um, And so Izzy comes back to work when she probably shouldn't be, but she's afraid of losing her job. She's wearing a not great wig, (laughs) a redheaded wig. Yeah. And also I wrote, Jesus, Alex, just tell her the wig looks good. Like, be a boyfriend. And he was just like, uh, he like doesn't ever say anything. And then he walks away. I'm like, all it would take is a lie. Like, yeah. But, but he just but can't do it. Christina and Meredith's response to, to Izzy's wig was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like they were both very confused and like <laughs> frozen. Like, yeah. Um, so she's like in surgery doing shit that she shouldn't be doing, I guess. Not remembering to take her medicine. Yeah, and I feel bad for uh, Karev because he's, yeah. like, running around worrying about Izzy, trying to take care of her, making her take her meds, and, like, he is always stuck in that role. Caretaker role. Yeah, of taking... Oh, is he the helper? Probably. Seeing Enneagram too. Probably. Probably a very unhealthy one. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that Derek didn't also, like... Be like, yeah, you should slow down, Izzy. I just operated on your brain. Like, I know, usually he like he's so... Like, remember when he wouldn't let Chief come to work for that tiny <laughs> yeah. fucking thing? And now he's like, yeah, sure, Izzy. You can be in my OR. And stand for five hours or whatever. Yeah, I just thought that that was a little strange, but... I agree. Um, and then I love that part when she does take her wig off, though. Yes. Um, And it's that Ingrid Michaelson song, The Chain, that's yep. playing also, which is one of my favorite songs. Yes, uh, I wrote something about that. I think that she 
You know, it's like, a, well, this wasn't really that good of an episode, but I was going to say, you know, it's a good episode, or at least it's a Grey's Anatomy episode when Ingrid Michaelson. Yeah, it's a good playing. moment yeah. in an episode, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I Okay, so we, who, so basically, and I saw you had a note about this, but the, in the first episode, season episode three, they find out that people get let go via email. Right. Which they must be letting so many people go that they don't have time. But usually you do an in-person thing, I thought. Right. I was shocked by that. Like, first round is by email. I'm like, is that even legal? Right. So then we find out there's that moment at the end of the episode where Derek, like, everyone is found out and there's, like, mad chaos and people are crying. And Derek is, like, shaking hands like he's the mayor. I was like, why is Derek the one who's walking around comforting people or comforting everyone? Where is Chief? Yeah. Chief is nowhere to be found. Chief's been in his office with his head down this whole time. Yeah. But Um, also, yeah, like, he's the mayor. (laughs) He was. And then we find out Olivia. Olivia got fired. I I thought, didn't I mention that, that I thought she got fired? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how we lose Olivia on the show. I also decided that if Chief writes a book, it should be called Derek, I'm Tired, I'm Going yeah. Home. Because, like, when Derek accosts him again, which should we talk about that scene within, it was in the first one. Derek, Derek storming into Chief's, yes. Chief's office again. Are you making cuts? Yeah, and then he's, he's like, some, Chief is saying something that, like, the people will, and he goes, I'm not people. Like, yeah. I'm your advocate, whatever. I wrote, Derek is such an idiot. I hate the scene. And then also, meanwhile, while this is all happening, there's a photo of Adele, like a glamour shot, <laughs> right behind Chief, like in an eight by 10 frame, sitting there. And she's just fucking smug as oh can be. Oh my God. Um, Derek, this whole time, first of all, Chief is very angry. These two episodes. Yes. Just like, and he's not handling things well. But Derek is also being a smug ass motherfucker Walking around the hospital. Oh, smug ass motherfucker. <laughs> he is. And the only thing, oh, the only person he's really nice to is Meredith. Meredith. I mean, he's being a dick. Does he have no energy? Is it like he's either a dick to every, it's like he can only be nice to one person at a time. Yeah, it's so, but like, I get it. Chief is probably not handling things well, but Derek is just like, he's on a rampage. Why isn't Derek fired? Derek does get fired. Because he's a good neuro. Wait, I think Derek does get fired in this season. (laughs) Maybe you should write for this show. Maybe it's actually just so sponged inside your brain that... Yeah. Um, (laughs) Um, I also like to, like... There's right in the beginning, Mark and Derek are talking. He's like, what? He's going to let people go today? I'm going to go talk to him. And I was like, of all the times, like... Just now, there's never a good time. And he always runs in there like he's fucking a tornado. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. he's, and he's then he's super smug the rest of the time. Yeah, and like, he's, he's the worst. Just acting like, like, how would Derek do it differently? You know? Like, hey, Chief, he could do it what Callie did. Yeah. Which we should also talk about. But let's see, what other merger things? Um, um, breakdowns left and right. <clears throat> Well, I thought it was interesting too. Everyone has this like fear, you know, like, and everyone's running around and the patient, which I do want to talk about, but not right yet. Uh, the schizophrenic patient had like the, the scary thoughts in his head and all these things. Yeah. And Lexi's talking to him and is like, so every time you can, like, you think that there's the scary thing, you can look at this and know that it's not real. I feel like she was also saying that to herself. That, oh like, yeah, for these, sure. This, I mean, that, that whole monologue was about paranoia, but like, Paranoia is not real. Like yes. those are, and so I feel like yeah, they all. Need Your to. anxious thoughts are not reality, and right. so she goes. I think I just talked to another. I like I just highlighted one of your. You things. did. Sorry, Two of them. it's fine. <laughs> she um, went to go talk to 
um, one of the other interns and was like, if we just do our jobs and we do them well, like, because Owen let her like fix a spleen or something. Mm -hmm, And she mm -hmm. was like, and it was great. And then the intern is like, his girlfriend or whatever got let go. And and so I think that kind of shakes Lexi up a little bit, really realizing like, oh, wait, no, it's it's not going to all be okay. Right. Um, I love that Mark comforts her, even though she's crying because she didn't get cut. You know, like like he yeah. he doesn't like judge her for what she's emotionally feeling like. Yeah. Also, he looks like a, he'd be a great hug. Oh, he like yeah. leaning into a Mark Sloan hug. Yeah, just not the current Mark Sloan. <laughs> no, I'm talking time like, Turner. Yeah. Mark Sloan. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then like, I mean, we talked about Christina. Her her response. Um, Meredith is like super ch- trying to be super chill about it yeah, and then yeah. she tells everyone to check their email and she was like I've been calm all day and like I'm not going to be calm if, if one, one of you yeah, yeah. And, and no one of our atten- or, our residents residents get cut of like the main characters at this point, point in time um, and so yeah I think that's kind of everyone's response I, I don't know if you have anyone else it seems like all the attendings are pretty confident. Like they know that they're needed. Yeah. Like Mark is like, "You're this is I just put a baby's arm back on. Like that's why they're he's not going to cut me." Right. You know? Right. I thought it was interesting too because we. I mean, spoiler alert. Like Izzy gets cut or gets fired. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's that moment too when they're talking about the living space and Alex is like we could just move back to Meredith and she says, um, "She I need to move forward, not backward." Like. Mm-hmm. Like, she can't take steps backward. And so I feel like it's kind of, like, again, foreshadowing her eventual, like, her saying, like, I cannot go backward. She's going to get fired, which is right. a step backward. And, like, she's already claiming that she's not capable of dealing with that. Yeah. And so I just am sad for one. It's, it happens soon, too. It's not in the big—it's not like the end of the season. No, I mean, it's during this, like, big yeah. merger. Right. Um, Why did I write Alex's reaction to— a bear. Oh, a oh, bear. Oh, yeah, there was Never a mind. bear. <laughs> and he's screaming. Yeah, I wrote, oh, my God, Alex screaming at that bear. I've never, ever seen Alex scream High pitched? Like, yeah, scream like that, except for that scene where he screams at a bear, <laughs> which I'm, which might be the way I would scream at a bear. <laughs> yeah, just like. Um, um, should we talk about Callie? Yeah. Um. So, Callie... Arizona gives Callie the idea. Well, first of all, she's like, you can't go to Portland because I don't believe in long distance. Yeah. And we're official, which I think is cute because I do think sometimes in a relationship, you have the right to voice your opinion. On, and like, yeah. and it shows you care. Like, yeah. And I think it was cute too because Callie didn't really realize. Like, didn't really want to go. I think she just felt like she had to. Right. Like, um, and so she was like, this is what you're going to do. And you're going to go talk to Chief or whatever. I wrote, here we go again, talking about building bones out of titanium rods. Like, that's what she fucking opens with. Another um, another meeting with Chief also, which no one warns Chief about these meetings. No, and it, it plays out to her benefit. Yeah. Which I don't get. There's a fucking merger going on right now. He's firing a ton of people, and then he just gives Kelly an attending position. All because she says... Like, how are you doing? And then yeah. he answers, he's clearly fragile. Yeah, like, I, just, I knew we had to get Kelly back into the hospital. And, like, 
I just didn't realize it happened so simply. Like, yeah, she wasn't out for even that long either. Like, no. it's only episode four. Yeah, and then she's just like, she gets what exactly what she wanted when she left. It's not like Ortho like fell apart when she left. Right, I don't really get what the point of that storyline was other than maybe to have her in Arizona. Like, she's not leaving, she's staying with Arizona. I guess. But it's still, I don't know, I was, it was just weird. Like, it was happy for her, but like also... Or I guess in the other episode, um, Arizona sent a patient to Callie at a different hospital. Right. So maybe that storyline. But even that didn't even like, yeah. Nothing made sense. No. um, I did think it was interesting. There's this, her and Arizona are at the park and Callie's trying to go over her speech. And then Arizona like interrupts her and it's like, I just wanted 30 minutes in the park with my girlfriend. Not, you know, like to this. And I'm like, okay, but you're also dating someone who's in the same field as you. And like, right. she wants to go over her talk right now. I thought that was a little like, I get that sometimes you don't want to talk about certain things. Yeah, so. but also like in probably 30 minutes or like four hours, like the talk will be over and you right. won't have to talk about exactly. it. Exactly. So of, like, why can't you just be there and be supportive? It kind of reminded me of when Bailey, when she, when Arizona was like, no, Bailey, you need to help me with my yeah. thing right now because yours is not important enough. Like, it was just weird. Yeah. I don't know. I maybe still, there's I like her a lot, about, but. Yeah, maybe there's some things about Arizona that are not so great. Yeah. Um, Karev had a tick on his neck. Yeah, that was gross. Also, how did he not feel that? It was literally on the side of his neck. I don't know. A also, lot of people don't feel ticks. How fucking funny. Not Actually, it's not funny at all. Lyme disease is not Lyme disease is not a joke. I'm not. But what if, like, that's how Alex's character ends up? Like, it's like next season he gets Lyme And he gets because he had a tick. From this and, season. Well, maybe that's how it'll go. If all the places I, I would be so happy to be in a hospital if I had a tick. Like, yeah. best place to be. Yeah, take it off, test His it. reaction to it, though, is my reaction when someone tells me there's a bug on me. Oh, yeah. Just, no chill. Just disgusted. Also, love that part about his character that, like, you think because he's this, like, manly man that he would be, like, which I forget from the camping episode, he's, like, no. not great at it either. No. But I love that he said, I grew up on, what did he call his parents? He said, I grew up. He was like, I grew up in a like on the floor of a bar. My parents were, and he called them something. <laughs> were are, lounge oh, lizards? Your, yeah, lounge lizards. I keep. I was raised house. in a bar. Yeah, <laughs> my parents were lounge lizards. I was raised in a bar. It's freaking great. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I love. I want to say that I love that all. Of them are like best friends, like during the that lunch baseball scenes and the in oh, the yeah. baseball scene. And I said, "Why do half of them have to die? It's so sad." Yeah, because they're all such good friends. Were Alex and Izzy at the baseball? Uh no, I don't think so. Okay, it was Lexi, Christina, Meredith. Yeah, Owen. Which yeah. I wrote. I love this version of Owen. Yeah, like I loved early. I still. I. I'm not whatever, but like when he's like, "Come on, Christina!" Like, like I just. I think. I just love them together. I don't know how I feel. He's less annoying to me in these early seasons. I would agree with he's you. He's still extreme. Is it because he, I think we talked about this, he doesn't get not extreme. Like he stays at the high level the I whole think, time. Yeah, I think he never like arcs out or like rounds down. He's just like constantly looking at people and nothing's <laughs> like this. And so like in the first couple seasons, it's like, wow, he's intense. And like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wait, dude. It'll be interesting to see how like it, it goes next season and like current grays with him. Yeah, do you think they'll stay on? I don't know. Like their story feels like kind of wrapped up to me, right? If they get together. Well, I think they are, aren't they? Yeah. 
I don't know. I bet they'll go back to Germany There's or something. There's going to be Tom Karasik. They got to oh, deal with. Yeah. I don't even know. Speaking of Tom, Tom got out of the ER. What? The schizophrenic patient. Oh, yeah. Okay, just a quick note. I was really, like, excited for, not, that, like, Grace did a storyline like this. I forgot about it. As soon as it started, I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. This one just makes me very, very sad. Um, because it's, like, so, I think so many moms of kids with special needs, when then when they become adults... Like, that's just your life. And, like, that so easily could have been, like, my family. And so this, like, storyline was so sad to me. Like, Uh on a level I couldn't even... Just, like, the way the mom knew everything to do to, like, calm them down. Right. And, and like, how she, like, let this thing get so bad. And, like, because she didn't have time. And then, like, when she... Right before they almost go into surgery, and she's like, what happens if I... Like, don't like it was yeah. just, and there's no solution. Like, it's just super, super sad. I mean, I'm happy it's in a Grey's episode. Um, mm-hmm. and that they don't like, they don't make the guy with schizophrenia like, like crazy and a villain. You know what I mean? Like, they humanize him a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it was just really sad to me. I loved Lexi's idea of like, I totally agree. I just felt so bad for the mom that she was like, Like when she gave that speech of like, we can't go to this grocery store and you have to park in the back Mm -hmm. and this and this and this. Oh yeah, I have to train someone. And that would take, take, I need at least a week to train someone. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, of course, Bailey doesn't have a fucking good idea at all because Bailey's off her game and Lexi comes in with this brilliant idea and saves both of their lives. Yeah. It was just really, just, I I got GGBs. Oh, and I felt so bad too when Lexi came in to check up on them. And Tom was saying that he was scared um, and he knew his mom was sick and he didn't want to wake his mom up. But like he was afraid that there was a camera put in him like from the ultrasound. And it just made me so sad that like he loved his mom so much, but like didn't want to wake her up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really sad. I did not recover well from that one. Um, also, the p- cancer patient was so sad. What cancer pay? Oh, yeah. The and guy then, who was waiting to propose. Yeah, and um, his body looked like cotton candy. What? Like, I don't on the rem- inside. I don't remember that. When they, him, Owen and Izzy open him up, and they're like, there's too much shit all around. They can't get to it. It's like uh, adhesions, they called it, but it looked like cotton. God, that's terrible. It was so gross. Um, and Owen, like, freaks the fuck out on Izzy. Yeah, which I feel like that he should have because like holy shit he did an operation that he knew probably wouldn't work but because Izzy convinced him to right and he was like you can't be a doctor and a patient here yeah and just because you were the miracle like doesn't mean that that's how we doctor right you know and if some guy lost his three months because of that like I just couldn't believe it yeah oh yeah so that was Um, really sad do you have any other, like, I have a few random notes. But I, I have a random note. Bulldog clamps. I said, ew. <laughs> the fuck are those? I have no idea, but they're like, bulldog clamps. I was like, I've never heard that before, and that's disgusting. I don't ever want to hear that when I'm on the operating table. Also, th- when Thatcher came in, he said to Meredith, you got married on a sticker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Um, my random notes are that... Uh, one of the interns tells Izzy that my mom's whole church prayed for you, <laughs> which like, I love that. Um, I also loved at some point, I don't know why I wrote Mark just wants to enjoy his Danish. There's like something where there was donuts and then things kept happening. And he's like, I just wanted to enjoy my Danish. Oh, that's funny. And then Christina calls Izzy's hair short and edgy, <laughs> which is great. That's good. 
Um, should we do notes and trivia? Yeah. Okay, so I'll do the first one. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Um, that song or- title originated um, from somebody's <laughs> watching me, originally sung by Rockwell featuring Michael Jackson. This episode scored 15.69 million viewers. This episode marks the first time Izzy is back at work after she is admitted as a cancer patient in Stand By Me, although with a wig to cover up her chemo hair. The brain scans rapidly shown during the voiceover at the beginning of the episode are of Izzy. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Nurse Olivia gets fired due to the Seattle Grace Hospital's merger with Mercy West Medical Center, making this Sarah Utterback's last appearance on the show until her guest appearance in season 14. What is she I doing? remember when she came in. Yeah. Um, I don't remember why, but she sees Alex. Oh, yeah. That was not that long ago. Um, Christina willingly tries another specialty, then cardio, thinking sucking up on Arizona Robbins will get her through the merger. That's cool. That's just a note, I guess. We took all the notes, guys. Yeah, thanks. Uh, On Tainted Obligation, the episode title originated from the song Tainted Obligation, originally sung by R.E.M., 14.13 14.13 million viewers. That's a lot less than the previous episode. Probably because the last episode, they weren't that good. Yeah. One day has passed since the previous episode, as Arizona mentioned, she had lost her favorite scrub nurse the previous day. At the end of the previous episode, several people were fired. Duh. Duh. Um, did you agree with my Harper Avery? Or did you just not write yours? Um, I forgot to write mine, um, but I will agree with that, yeah. <gasps> okay, the Harper Avery of episode three and four goes to... Dun, dun, dun. Take it away. Meredith Grey. Yeah. She gives life. <laughs> yeah, she gives her dad a liver. She yeah. calls Lexi her sister. Yeah, she really steps up and like is super selfless. And she makes her own she's decisions. Super, she's super calm with all of the other residents yeah, yeah. when everyone's freaking out. I mean, she just like threw out the storylines. She's hanging out at the baseball diamond, just yeah. not a care in the world. Yeah, she's like super chill. Um. So yeah. And then... What is your, or, yeah, you do your rating first. Um, I would probably give this like a 5.5. Okay, yeah. I said six. Yeah, I just was like, nothing, I felt very bored. Yeah, it was boring. Yeah. Like, to me, I said, I actually felt GGBs from Irving Waller, Wallace. Wallace, yeah. And then uh, the- Tom. Tom, yeah. Those two patients made me, like, feel things, but not really anything else other than Lexi's speech. Yeah, but other than that, I, like, I had a hard time taking notes even. I was just like, what's going on in this storyline? I'm bored. Like, let's get to, I feel like we needed these two build-up episodes to, like, the actual merger. The merger episode will be exciting. Yeah, I think it's coming up. I think it's next episode. Because it's not like when we first saw it and we don't know who these people are, so we are annoyed by it. We actually know their future storylines. Yeah, it is the next one. It's called Invasion. Yeah. So... we get April Kepner! And we get Jackson Avery and Reed Reed and Charles. Or Percy. Yeah. Charles Percy. Yeah. So that will be interesting. Yeah. Um, do you have any other little notes or things? I don't think so, other than I'm just excited to get to the next episode. Yeah, this one was kind of lame. But you thanks know, for listening anyway. You, you know? live and you learn. <laughs> Alanis Morissette. <laughs> that's true. Isn't that what that's called? You live. You, you learn. <laughs> you guys. You learn. You learn. Um, also, <laughs> public service announcement. If you haven't seen Booksmart, go see it. Oh my God, it's so good. I actually saw it twice, which is like a little bit. I saw it too soon, but I needed Jake to see it after yeah. I saw it with Brie. It's such a good movie. Go support women directors. 
and women writers and women in small films. Go support small films. Yeah, it was so good. Also, Aladdin is a blockbuster. Also good. Go see that. <laughs> but see Booksmart first. Yeah, I haven't seen Aladdin yet, so I can't say to go see that, but I'm. But sure, if you want to, you live your life. It's good. It's, it's great music. Um, anyway, thanks again, everyone, for joining us on the On Call Room tonight. Um, we will call Time of Death now. Time of Death is 2048. Beep.